Hi, and welcome to Mouse Chat. Today, you have just Steve and Sharpie. How are you doing, Sharpie? Howdy, Steve. How's it going? It's good. It's always kind of odd when it's just the two of us. It's just... Just it's a like mom, t- mom, mom's out of town. They I'm are in charge, so we have to do our best. But don't feel bad for Lauren and Lisa because, as always, they're out traveling, so they can bring you more information on. Uh, well, they're at Universal Studios. They're touring all the hotels, uh, staying at the different hotels, doing site inspections, going to all the parks, the restaurants, and um, I think they also might have gone to. Uh, a little time at Disney World, so maybe uh, some Epcot, uh, the uh, International uh, Art Festival, or that's that's going on over there. Maybe we'll get some information on that. So, uh, but until they get back, Sharpie had a good idea. We wanted to talk tonight about uh, DVC, which is Disney Vacation Club. We have tried to record. <laughs> we have. Uh, DVC shows. I, I I think it's a minimum. I think we've done three different shows now. Yeah. Uh, and every time it has been just a disaster because the, it is such a, a huge topic of conversation because it, the, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. And it's very, well, it's very complex and you quickly go down the rabbit hole because it's very hard to understand and complex. And then you uh, uh, two hours later, you find yourself like totally down a different path. So it's very hard to understand how it works and, and the whole thing. So we have a, a, a Sharpie put together a nice, uh, like outlined bulleted agenda here uh, of bullet points to cover. So we'll try to stick to that. And and I can already tell this, this could be a long show. Even though it yeah, we, we, we talked a little bit about uh, whenever Riviera opened. Oh, yes. Uh, and and just talked a little bit about DVC on the show, and we had several several of our listeners post out on the Mouse Chat fan community page that that they wanted us to do a DVC show. Um, and I posted that even on that day, I was like, "We've tried it before; it didn't go well." Uh, so here we are again. We're going to try it again. I'm going to. Steve, Steve cautioned me before the show. He was like, "Don't forget, Sharpie, breathe." <laughs> I was like, because there's yeah. so much to talk about. Yes, uh, stop so, and take a yeah, breath. So I put together uh, a, a pretty decent outline. I think it, I think it'll keep us. I think it'll keep us on track. So here's crossing, crossing our fingers that it works. Now here, I'll, I'll tell so, you. I'll tell you the real quick beginning here, because from a cast member point of view, I was working at Walt Disney World when DVC came out, and I was like, who would spend this amount of money? to stay there. And that's when it was an amazing deal. And I just remember this thing. I mean, and the draw for me that I thought of instantly when I was a cast member was like, Oh, I can own a piece of Disney or I could stay here. So that was the cool draw, like way, way, way back in the, probably in the nineties. But it started yeah, oh, with, yeah. but it started uh, with January their, of 1990 oh, uh, is go. when Disney announced that they would launch into the timeshare industry. Um, it, it only, it took them almost a full year uh, to begin site work uh, for what would become the Disney Vacation Club Resort. Uh, it started with one resort. Uh, and then in January of 1991, um, the, the the bids for uh, the construction of the first uh, just under 200 villas, uh, it was about 190 villas, uh, 
what was was accepted. Uh, And then the preview center opened in June of 1991 uh, and membership went on sale uh, in December or in September of 1991. The 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 key trick there, uh, one of the first initial promotions that disney offered to all new dvc members oh, i remember this. was free admission to yep. the magic kingdom epcot and at that time disney mgm studios until december 31st 1999 so essentially they got what what amounted to eight years of annual passes uh, as part of their original ownership so uh then until today, of course, all of that, all of that has kind of uh, grown and blossomed and exploded uh, until uh, September 1992 was the second DVC resort. Um, so, and then very shortly after that, in 1993, uh, was Disney's Vero Beach Resort, um, and then Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort in September of 1993, and so on and so forth. So the big question is, what is DVC? DVC is Disney's timeshare product. Uh, So uh, like I said, it started with the Disney Vacation Club Resort, which is now Disney's old Key West Resort, but its original name was the Disney Vacation Club Resort. Uh, DVC offers different style accommodations. They're, They're different than a traditional hotel room, for the most part, there are a few traditional hotel rooms and a couple of the resorts uh, that can be booked. Um, but for the most part, what you're going to find mostly across uh, the DVC system is studio accommodations. Uh, so most often in a studio accommodation, you're going to find a queen bed, a sofa bed, uh, smaller, traditional, slightly larger than a traditional hotel room. Mm-hmm. Uh but a split bathroom in, in quite a few of the resorts uh, and then uh, a, a small kitchenette. And by that, I mean like a, an under the counter fridge, uh, like a wet bar style sink, a microwave and a toaster. Yeah. That's so, what you're going to find in a studio. Yeah. So nice. The, the studios are nice. They're, they're similar to like a standard uh, uh, d- uh, deluxe resort room, but a little like Sharp was saying a little bit bigger with a, Extra if things. you've ever stayed at a, at a, at a Hampton Inn and Suites uh, yeah. and had like a small kitchenette, that's, it's pretty much the same exact same exact style. Yeah. Uh, but then there's one bedroom, two bedroom, and three bedrooms. Three bedrooms are often referred to as grand villas. Uh, one bedroom and larger offers a full kitchen with laundry facilities. Uh, and then also the one bedroom and larger also offer uh, master bathrooms with jacuzzis or soaker tubs in the majority of resorts. Uh, as time has gone on, the the diversity of room types uh, has increased. So it's a little bit, little bit different than what it, what it used to be uh, with very kind of strict studio, one bedroom, two bedroom, three bedroom. Um, not all resorts have three bedroom grand villas uh, and not all resorts have studios. Uh, the rooms over at the Polynesian are pretty, pretty unique uh, in that they offer a two room split bath, but they, it is more of a studio than anything. Uh, but then they, they don't offer a one bedroom or a two bedroom ish unit. They do offer the over the water villas, the bungalows. So there's that. Mm-hmm. 
at most DVC resorts, you're going to find at least a counter service and table service restaurant or access to a counter service and table service restaurant. For instance, Boulder Ridge Villas, which used to be the Villas at Wilderness Lodge, but with the opening of Copper Creek, uh, they changed the name of the original villa building there to Boulder Ridge. There are no restaurants at that original facility, at that original Villas at Wilderness Lodge building. It shared all of its services with Wilderness Lodge, uh, and there was a quiet pool out back, uh, but that area has completely changed once Copper Creek opened. Um, all of the DVC resorts offer pools with a slide and 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 also a, a spa or hot tub. Uh, so that that's kind of something that that is the the deluxe Disney deluxe resort touch. Yeah. Um, that that, that you're going to find. You're also going to find at quite a few of the resorts. Um, shuffleboard courts, uh, table tennis, ping pong, uh, foosball tables. And most of the DVC resorts offer, uh, what, what they, what they call the community hall. Uh, it's an area that offers, um, you pay a small fee, but, but crafts and things of that nature. Uh, but then they usually offer like video game systems and things. Uh, and you can also check out DVDs at, um, in the community hall or sometimes at the front desk of the resort. All depends on the resort. Um, Members do not receive daily cleaning services uh, at DVC resorts if you're staying there on points. Uh, if you are a cash guest staying at a DVC resort, of course, you get, get daily housekeeping. Um, but DVC members do receive towel and trash service uh, halfway through a week-long stay. Uh, with the, the change in Disney checking rooms every day, um, I have found that they will usually empty your trash every day. It's oh, not, okay. it's not like that across the board, but I, I've found they, they usually do that. Uh, what they will usually offer is a trash room somewhere along each hallway and you just drop your trash off um, and they will, they replace your bags. So not, not a problem there. So is it once a week they come, like on Wednesday if you're there for a week, or is it twice during your stay for towels and trash? It's it's usually twice during your stay. Okay. Um, once is a uh, is like I said, just towel and trash, and yep. then they will do a full clean. Ah, okay. Uh, later, so yeah, it, it, it's a it's a little different, uh, and and it's one of those things where if we go go too far into it, uh, gonna get in the weeds on it. Yes. Um, but yeah, so so try, trying to stay on track. Um, what separates Disney in the timeshare kingdom uh, is their point system. Mm. Uh, traditional timeshares offered a fixed week system. So you bought a week, you stayed in the same or similar unit every year, uh, and it was always the same calendar week of the year. Uh, a lot of uh, timeshare systems, you could trade that week. Um or you could trade it to another resort, or you could trade with another owner to use a different week. But for the most part, that's when when a lot of people think of timeshare, they think of that fixed week system. Uh, with DVC, you can stay as little as one night, or you can m- make up to a 14-night reservation and extend that with multiple reservations. I mean, there are people that will literally spend an entire month at a DVC resort with their points. Um the point system offers the flexibility to book any room style in any season. 
um, that your points allow you to book. Uh, and, and you're only limited by the number of points that you own. Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll get into to the purchase of those points uh, in just a second. Um, but points can be banked from one year and used in the next or borrowed from the next year and used in the current year. You can also bank your points. Say, for instance, in 2019, you banked your points. You can use your 2019 points, your 2020 points, and your 2021 points all in the same year. So if you want to do a large family vacation, you can bank all of those points from one year into the next, borrow from the next, and, and have yeah. have a grand time with, with three years worth of points. I think the like the old system where you get a, a week with timeshare and it's dedicated, the advantage to that is is you have it's your week and you know when you're going and you don't have to book anything. It's essentially a standing reservation. Yeah. With points, the idea is you can go whenever you want and any room size, whatever. But the difficulty is 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 it's you know, you it's like kind of sometimes I feel like it's like it's, you know, trying to get concert tickets. It's you know, six months out or eleven months out, I gotta try to see what's available and make sure and I'm planning my vacation 11 months in advance and I'm booking the thing and I'm hoping I get what I, you know, it's sometimes the stuff is available. And then sometimes there's like one night in your week that's not available. And then you're like, Oh, do I wait list? But yeah, so yeah. that's, it's, so there's advantages to both, but it's, um, it's not like you just go and get the week you want whenever you want <laughs> as great as that, that would be. Yeah. And, and, when you purchase your points, you're assigned a use year. Uh, and that use year essentially means the date or, or month of the year that your points will replenish. Mm -hmm. um, so when you when you buy in to uh, the Disney Vacation Club, um, you buy into a home resort. So your points are attached to a resort. Uh, it is currently allowed uh, at most resorts. It's changing a little bit as with the introduction of Riviera, uh, but you can trade among the resorts. So you can book at your home resort at 11 months. So say, for instance, our, our first DVC contract that we purchased, the first, first set of points that we purchased was at Disney's Animal Kingdom uh, oh, Kidani Lodge, Village. Kidani Village. Mm -hmm. So we could book at 11 months out every, every year we can 11 months from the time we want to stay, we can book 11 months. And you have to be, it's, it's only people that own at Kidani Village can book 11 months. Who can out. book at 11 yes. months. Correct. Gotcha. Yep. Yep. Now, if you say, for instance, we, we want to book, we're going to book a one bedroom, uh, for a couple nights uh, but we think we might want to trade into another resort. We can make that 11 month reservation and then check at seven months and see what's available at the other resorts. Uh, so at seven months, any DVC member can book anything, any remaining availability at any of the resorts, regardless of their home resort. Once again, a little bit different with Riviera because that that they're they're changing changing the rules on that, creating kind of a legacy set of resorts, and then moving forward with Riviera forward, it's going to be a little bit different. Mm. Um, you buy a set of points; uh, those points are deeded to you. Uh, but as as mentioned earlier, um, 
you own the same number of points each year until the end of the contract. Uh, and the length of that contract varies by resorts. The older resorts will expire sooner. Um, but as mentioned, like I said, the deed does expire. Unlike a lot of traditional timeshare resorts where you uh, can then uh, will or deed that timeshare over to someone else and then they will own it into perpetuity. And it, it in many situations, traditional timeshare units become a burden to future generations because the resort's older, no one stays there. You still have to pay the maintenance fees. The yeah. maintenance fees go up year by year by year, all that stuff. So that's where Disney is a little bit different. It has a distinct end date. Uh, associated with your contract, um, but you can still deed that over to someone uh, if you if you so choose. So if you're interested in becoming a DVC member, you're you would want to take a tour most likely. Um, you can stop at any of the kiosks in any of the parks or the resorts and sign up for a DVC tour. Just tell them that Sharpie sent you. They have a referral program. It used to be a cash referral program, but now they offer Disney benefits. So, you know, it could be could be anything, um, uh, a special like dessert party or something like that. It, it's not the same as it used to be. Uh, and the reason why they change it is because the referral process is different and illegal in some states. Uh, so that. They, they kind of change what they do. But anyway, uh, the DVC Preview Center is located over at Disney Saratoga Springs Resort. So you're not just going to be touring Saratoga Springs. They have showrooms at all of the resorts that they currently have for sale. Each resort has a specific number of points that they can sell. Uh, and that, that is based on how many points are, are purchased from that resort uh, and how many owners are there, uh, how many owners have, have purchased points there. So there's a fixed number and your points, when you, when you become deeded into a resort, you're actually deeded into a specific room. Uh, that's kind of like the, the back end accounting nightmare uh, that most timeshare law requires them to have a deed to a specific, uh, another, another, terminology in the legal world for timeshare is fractional ownership so you own a fraction of a room uh at walt disney world you like steve said you own a piece of the magic yes uh, that's what attracts a lot of people uh to become dvc members um but yeah so you can sign up take the tour uh they usually they will end the tour with ice cream one thing to, that, that that we really liked about disney if you have ever been on a traditional timeshare tour they're very high pressure uh, the salespeople are very persistent. It is very annoying. Uh, it's a gigantic waste of time. Disney does a terrific job of respecting your time, providing you with all the details, providing a little bit of persuasion mm -hmm. uh, in terms of, of why people buy, what people have to say about DVC. Uh, everyone loves their DVC membership, but we'll get more into that later about price increases and all that stuff. And there's definitely a lot of reasons not to love DVC, uh, at least a little bit these days. Um, but anyway, so as far as your, your, your purchase experience, um, all the way back, way back when uh, you could purchase uh, DVC, you could buy in pre-sales uh, at Disney's old Key West resort. Now it was, the DVC resort mm -hmm. uh, at $48 per point. 
that was pre-sales before it was ever opened. Uh, October of 1991, that price increased to $51 a point. Uh, and then it stayed in the 50s and $50 point point range until 1993. And then from 1994 until 1999, actually right around 2000, it stayed in the $60 per point range. Um, then very quickly, 2001, uh, it hopped up into the $70 per point range. Uh, 2002, it went up to 80, 2004, it went up to 95. And then by 2007, it was over $100 per point. Um, we bought into Disney's animal kingdom villas, uh, in September of 2008. Uh, and at that time, animal kingdom villas was selling for $104 per point. Uh, that was the, the retail price per point. We did not. We paid less than 104 per point. Um, we bought all of our all the points. We have four home resorts. We bought all of our points, and, and we never paid more than 100 dollars per point. Uh, actually, I don't think we ever paid more than 90, 94, 95 dollars per point, mm. uh, even in 2007. Uh, but then when Bay Lake Tower went on the market. Uh, which was kind of the first new area, a little bit more luxurious DVC resort that went on sale uh, for $112 per point. Wow. Skip up until now. Uh, and we are here in uh, 2020 where uh, in, in 2017, a little skip a little bit there. Yeah. Uh, Copper can or Copper Creek villas went on sale for $176 per point. Woo. Exactly. $76 so, and 20. That's a lot of money from and that, that's 2017. So wow. um, I'm, I'm going to hold off just a, a few minutes on <laughs> where, where we are currently on pricing. But before we talk about pricing per point, I'm yeah. going to talk a little bit about what, how many points does it take to stay at a TVC resort? Because you're thinking, huh, that, 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 that price doesn't sound too bad. Well, you kind of start digging into it. uh, And then you um, begin to discover the point charts. So when I say point chart uh, each year, DVC kind of reallocates a little bit. Uh, Reallocation doesn't happen every year. Um, but they change the calendar up just a little bit every year uh, as to the, what the seasons are um, and uh, and when when you can stay, where you can stay, blah, 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 blah. Uh, but say, for instance, there's in 2020, there is adventure season, choice season, dream season, magic season, and premiere season. Uh-oh. Um very quick rundown of adventure season, January 1st through the 31st, September 1st through the 30th, and December 1st through the 4th. Uh, so say, for instance, a studio, um, a Savannah View studio, January 1st through the 31st in a studio is 14 points per night or 102 points per week. So with with a, with a, a Sunday check-in and a Saturday check-out, uh, 102 points for the week. Um, bump up to a one bedroom that goes to 209. Bump up to a two bedroom that goes to 273. Uh, bump up to a uh, 
three bedroom grand villa during Savannah View during adventure season, and that's 545 points. Yikes. Just yeah. for one. So you can. For a, for one week. Wow. So you can you can see how the number of points you own is really impacted, really impacts where you can stay, how often you can stay. So on the other end of the spectrum, of course, that's adventure season. That's the lowest point season of the year. Hop up to adventure season in that same Savannah View studio. 181 points for the for one week. Uh, keep in mind, premiere season is the week of Easter and the week of Christmas. So 181 points for that week in a studio, uh, which, by the way, a studio at Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas sleeps four. Um, a one-bedroom villa sleeps five. And for the same Savannah View one-bedroom villa, that's 334 points. Two-bedroom villa, Savannah View, 485 points. Grand Villa, crazy amount of points here. Savannah View, three-bedroom, Easter or Christmas week in 2,918 points. So before we hop into like current purchase pricing, um, I, I just wanted to, to kind of cover yeah. what, you, what you're going to pay uh, and and the different seasons uh, and how all of that works out, um, because it, it's it's kind of kind of crazy whenever whenever you look at at the purchase price. So right now, uh, the the current cost to purchase a point is one hundred and ninety three dollars. Holy cow! All right, so one hundred ninety three dollars. So if you're buying one hundred points. That's $19,300. You're going to pay. And that's like less than the studio at the cheapest seat. <laughs> Correct. It's, it's less so than... you, your, your closing costs are going through Disney are going oh, to be yeah. approximately $587. You add those. Um, your annual dues for those 100 points, uh, it starts at around $70 a month. Yeah, so, that's the other thing that they don't tell you because you think you're buying it, but then people on in regular timeshares don't remind you or let you know that, oh, yeah, you have to pay because they have to upkeep the place and pay housekeeping and paint and, you know, and, and do all the things to keep the place nice. So you're paying the maintenance on it every every day as well. So much per point. So then the other element of, of course, if you're purchasing a membership, uh, you can either pay for it, you know, out of pocket if you if you have the financial ability to do so, uh, or you can do a ten year loan uh, through don't Disney do loan. Uh, don't for one hundred points uh, for a forty plus year membership. So what Disney advertises for that purchase amount uh, is those one hundred points. 10-year loan, 40-year membership, your payment with your dues would be around $250 a month. Oh my God. $250 so, a month? So, yeah, that, that, that's kind of where... And it goes on for 40 years? So you really have to start thinking... How long is the loan about, for? Is the uh, loan? 10 years. So $250 a month times 12 is 3000 So it's $30,000. For a hundred points. Did I do that right? 
Uh, well, uh, kind of, because your your maintenance fees are going to go up during those ten years. Oh, so it's even more because you got to because the maintenance fees go up every year. Yeah, because uh. you, you you would have to do a, a graduated. Uh, yeah, that's right. Graduated um, uh, uh, annual increase uh. on 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 your on your yeah, on maintenance, maintenance fees each year. So. So once again, that that's I, I kind of wanted to take that approach of, of talking about the, the 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 point charts, the purchase price, the maintenance fees, all of that kind of up front to make sure we we arrive at the point of of discussing that that purchase price. Uh, maintenance fees uh, on have had on average uh, been anywhere between a a 1% increase all the way up to a 5% increase um, that they, they are, are contractually uh, limited at, as to the amount that they can increase per year. Uh, very, very few years. Um, I think there has only been maybe one or two years where you're uh, where that, where they, they, they hit that max uh, and one of the biggest ones was they incre- just in the last year they increased the wages for all of the housekeeping staff at Disney uh, and started trying to kind of modernize their pay scales a little bit. Uh, Disney went through a, a period of time where they were having a lot of trouble uh, keeping their housekeeping staff uh, fully staffed and operational. Um, so they increased pay and started paying hiring bonuses and that kind of stuff. Um, so that really forced your maintenance fee costs to go, go through the roof. The thing to remember, if you bank your points, you still pay your maintenance fees. If you use your points, you still pay your maintenance fees. If you borrow your points, you still pay your maintenance fees. So there, there, there's no escaping the maintenance fees. Now, th- throughout the like DVC community, there's always been the, been the talk of, of your your break even point. Mm-hmm. Um, h- how long in do you go before you're like we've paid off our membership? Uh, it's paid for itself, and now we just owe we just owe the maintenance fees every year. Uh, and and that that's our cost of ownership. So by the time that if you, if you do take out if you do a loan if you do financing, um, that's where you kind of have to factor in your break even point. How long does it take before you can really theoretically say the membership is paid for itself? Because if you're a family, you go to Disney every year. DVC is very tempting because it really kind of forces you to keep up that every year habit. Um, so, so for a lot of families, DVC makes a lot of sense. Um, but the, the, the crazy thing is the price increases have really pushed that break even point because you, you, you think about that. You're, you're shopping up in that $193 per point range. Um, you're going to buy a minimum of, of a hundred points. So you're looking at a minimum of, of $19,300, uh, if you go all the way back um, to, to that original original price point of $48 per point, I mean, it is it's pre- it's pretty astronomical. So anyway, yeah, getting getting kind of kind of back on back on track here. Um, 
th th there are different things that you can do with your points. You don't have to stay at Walt Disney World. Uh, Disney offers three beach resorts. They offer uh, Disney's Vero Beach Resort in Vero Beach, Florida. The beautiful resort. We stayed there for the first time this past summer. It is uh, it is an oceanfront resort. Uh, beautiful. The the Vero Beach area is fantastic. Uh, a ton of stuff to do, but at the same time, the resort itself is very, very, very laid back. It's it's terrific. Um, so you you can stay at other resorts, and of course, you have the Hilton Head Island Resort. Which is it is a beach location resort. Uh, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort is not on the beach. Uh, there is a shuttle over to the beach house. Uh, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort is an is on an island within the island. Uh, so the entire resort is surrounded by water, uh, but it is all uh, marshland and then a harbor there. Uh, Shelter Cove Marina uh, is what separate is the the waterway that separates the island that DVC's resort is on uh, from the main part of the island. Uh, it's just a, a very short, short little bridge there across from a shopping center. Um, and then, of course, they offer the Aulani Resort in Hawaii. So, of course, you have your three, three beach resorts. You have DVC resorts, uh, a DVC resort at Disneyland. Disney's Grand Californian Villas, uh, which even even though that resort has sold out long ago, uh, those uh, the purchase price of those points is uh, has long been in excess of one hundred and eighty dollars. So even on the resale market, um, it, it's it's kind of crazy. So. Uh, but then you can also trade for uh, other resort accommodations. So you can mm -hmm. stay uh, at the traditional resort hotels. Uh, you pay a $90 exchange fee uh, and they kind of convert your points into reservation points. So you can stay at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort, not the villas next door, uh, but and it, it, pretty much any DVC resort, you can stay there. Um, one thing they have added in recent years is your, you can use your points uh, in exchange for even accommodations at um, Disney's All Star uh, or Disney's Value Resorts, um, so so that that's that's an option there. Even it's not a great trade on the on the price. You're not really not really making out too much there. Yeah. Uh, but say for instance, you want to stay. Uh, there is not a DVC resort available. Uh, you can pay that exchange fee and get access to the traditional resorts as well. Um, you can also trade your points for for Disney cruises. Uh, once again, not a great value. Your better value is staying at uh, one of the Disney resorts. Uh, the, yeah. the 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 increase the the premium is a little high uh, on trading uh, your points within Disney's system uh, for resort accommodations, cruises. You can also stay uh, at other timeshare resorts. Uh, there is an entire catalog, uh, RCI. Um, uh, you can trade into RCI. There are several different trading arenas uh, in the timeshare world. There's Interval International RCI, um, but Disney is linked up with uh, RCI. You can shop their entire catalog, um, but it's all resorts that, that are kind of hand chosen by Disney. So not all timeshare resorts are available to DVC members. Um, but then you can also reserve high end luxury accommodations. Um, 
like say for instance uh five star five star hotels uh in major urban areas uh things of that nature so so really uh like the mandarin oriental in dc uh, you can you can book with dvc points uh in exchange you can also use your points for adventures by disney so just i think keeping that in mind i think the well they make it sound like you can use it for all these things but then because at one point lisa's like well let's go on a cruise and then I was like, all right, so this is what I paid for points, and this is how many points it is to go on a Disney cruise. And then I added that up, and I was like, I could just pay for the cruise with yep. cash and not use right. any of my points. And and it was like so, it's like so much less just to pay for it with cash. They, it's basically, it's not a deal where you feel like, oh, they're going to give me a deal because I'm a member. It's a oh, if people have leftover points. Uh, and they want to get rid of them. Here's some options, but it's not a val- It's not a good value, like you're saying. Unfortunately, yeah, it 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 really is not. So then there's the question. Like, mm-hmm. like I, I already covered the the direct purchase price, um, that that one hundred and ninety three dollar per point price. Uh, you can also purchase points on the resale market. Uh, if you are an if you're a DVC owner, you have a DVC membership, uh, and you are, you go to sell your points before you can, before the deed transaction can take place, Disney has what is referred to as ROFR, the right of first refusal. So before, say for instance, you have your points listed with a, a DVC reseller. Uh, there are many reputable ones out there. We've used two different ones, have had good experiences with them both. Uh, it's all about the service service they provide and the attention uh, to detail and, and, and direct customer service abilities. Um, but on the resale market, uh, you are going to pay a fraction of the price. However, DVC controls the resale market in regard to the price per point. Um, you say, for instance, you go to sell. Uh, someone offers you uh, twenty dollars below your asking price. DVC has the ability to step in to that transaction and purchase your points at the exact agreed upon price that you are going to sell them for. So whoever had made the offer doesn't get the points, but Disney essentially buys them back directly from you. And then Disney turns around and resells them at the prices that are currently, that they are currently selling for. So just, just as an example, uh, Animal Kingdom Villas is, is in, in DVC speak is a sold out resort. They no longer have points available in direct inventory uh, that have never been sold before. So, so right now, uh, you can buy Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas for one hundred and seventy-six dollars per point. So, you take a look at that and you say, "Huh, do I buy the new resort for one hundred and ninety-three dollars, or do I buy one of the legacy resorts?" Keep in mind that the deed will end a little sooner on the older resorts uh, for one hundred and seventy-six dollars per point. So, and it only goes up from there. Points at Bay Lake Tower, mm-hmm. $225 per point. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that's that's your your direct price. That gives you an idea that, that Bay Lake Tower is a, is a very in-demand 
Disney Resort. Uh, Disney's Beach Club Villas, $225 per point. Uh, Boardwalk is $190. Boulder Ridge, uh, which, which, like I'd said, is the original Villas Wilderness Lodge, is $176 per point. Copper Creek is $220. Uh, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort is $121. Major word of caution there. A lot of people start looking at the resale prices and see that Vero Beach and Hilton Head sell much lower on the resale market than what the other resorts do. If you do not plan to spend your points at Hilton Head or at Vero Beach, do not buy there. And the reason why I say that is because the maintenance fees at those resorts are substantially higher because of their beach location insurance, maintenance, completely being off-site from a Disney resort, no access to shared services like linens and all that kind of stuff. All that has to take place in-house. Don't do it. It's a trap. Don't fall into it. If you're going to use your points at Hilton Head, by all means, do it because that gives you the 11-month booking window. You can book any month of any week of the summer uh, at 11 months um, at directly out from that that specific week. So if you're going to use your points at those resorts, buy them. Uh, Disney's Old Key West, $156. Uh, Disney's Polynesian Resort, $235. Wow, $235. resort, points aren't available there, but you're going to pay $235 per point with a 100-point minimum purchase. Woo, wow. Riviera. Currently available, $195 per point. Uh, The current promotion um, features developer credit uh, starting at uh, $2,750 for a 175-point purchase. Uh, So, therefore, you can... um, you, you can buy Riviera for less than $195 per point mm-hmm. if you're buying at least 175 points. Uh, Disney Saratoga Springs is $160 per point. Disney's Vero Beach Resort is $110 per point. Keep in mind, uh, Hilton Head Island was $121, so Vero Beach is even a little less than that. Vero Beach is a great resort, though. Uh, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel, like I said, it goes for the highest, $260 per point, direct from Disney. Yep, over at Disneyland. So, yeah, Disney's Grand Californian Hotel over at Disneyland, $260 per point. Uh, and and there's a, there are waiting lists to buy points there, so so pr- pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, and then, of course, Disney's uh, Grand Floridian uh, Villas, $245 per point for the minimum purchase. So oh. that's just kind of a quick rundown. Um, uh, of ev- everything that's available um, and th- what the current purchase prices are. Uh, so whenever you start looking at retail outlets, um, the other thing to keep in mind is you have to know the difference of what you're buying resale versus what you're buying directly from Disney. Um, there are two different classes of membership. There, There's uh, the if you buy directly from Disney, uh, you get the blue DVC membership card, which means that you purchase your points directly. Um, and you get access to all of the features, all the benefits, uh, all the discounts, annual pass discounts, uh, free entry to the events, uh, to, the, to the DVC lounge, 
all of that is only available to those who have purchased directly from Disney. Keep in mind, there is a point where uh, we bought two of our, our contracts resale, mm -hmm. but it was before all of the contract um, uh, resale contract changes took place. Uh, those started taking place in 2011, uh, kind, of, kind of mid mid to late 2011. So, um, but if, if you're a direct owner, you, you get your merchandise discounts, you get, uh, all, all different types of things. Like I said, discounts on annual passes. You, they do not always have a discount on regular park tickets. Every now and then they will offer a promo ticket uh, at a specific DVC price. Uh, a few years ago, they offered a crazy good deal on annual pass prices. Yeah. Uh, I remember for, that. For DVC members. Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a great deal there. So uh, talking just a little bit about each of the DVC resorts, um, Disney's Animal Kingdom Villas, uh, just going to go in alphabetical order here, uh, two different sets of villas there. You have the original villas uh, that were converted from hotel rooms over at uh, uh, Jumbo House. Uh, they're the, the, the top floors of the building. And that is the only DVC resort that offers a concierge lounge. Uh, so you can book a concierge studio or one bedroom or two bedroom uh, at the concierge level and uh, have full access to the concierge lounge. Uh, we've done that two different times. Uh, it is very, very difficult to book that because uh, the number of rooms is very limited. Um, like I said, uh, Aulani is is Disney Resort in Hawaii. If you've never been there, it's a beautiful resort. We haven't gone there yet, but it's definitely on our bucket list. Mm -hmm. uh, Bay Lake Tower is the next door neighbor to Disney's Contemporary Resort. Uh, it is it's it's a beautiful resort, very compact, very convenient to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, if you have young children, that would be a prime location because uh, you can very easily hop back over to the resort, take a, a quick afternoon nap and walk back over to the Magic Kingdom or hop on the monorail and go elsewhere. Um, Disney's Beach Club Villas is one of the most sought after uh, reservations in all of the DVC system. Uh, one of the biggest reasons is because of the Storm Along Bay pool. It is a sand bottom pool, uh, has a little bit of the, the lazy river vibe going on. Uh, so it's just a really, really cool resort. Now you guys own points there, correct? Yes. I, that's yep. the first, the first resort I bought. Well, and I only bought two, but yes, that's the first one. And I bought just because of that reason, but, and we'll get into it at the very end, but, um, at the time, it was an awesome deal. Yeah. Uh, and then Boardwalk Villas, uh, mm. home of the Keister Coaster. If you've ever seen the creepy clown <laughs> pool yes. uh, in any of the Disney photos, that is the Keister Coaster. And you'll find that over at Disney's Boardwalk Villas. Um, the Boardwalk area is fantastic. The better of the two resorts, in my opinion, is uh, Beach Club. However, uh, you can't get a Boardwalk view uh, there are some really awesome boardwalk view rooms uh, over at Disney's Boardwalk Villas. Uh, Boulder Ridge uh, has the new neighbor of Copper Creek. Uh, Copper Creek has both villas and cabins. The villas at Copper Creek were converted from standard hotel rooms uh, at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. Uh, and then, of course, the Cascade Cabins are the ones that line um, uh, Bay Lake uh, out there beyond. Uh, beyond the magic kingdom. Mm -hmm. So just waterway connected there to the seven seas lagoon, which is right in front of the magic kingdom. 
Um, Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort. I talked a little bit about that earlier. Um, the grand villas at Disney's Hilton Head Island Resort are fantastic. They have fireplaces. Um, we are we're spending our spring break week there this year. We we've stayed in grand villas I think three three or four different times because that's oftentimes what we do is we will take. All, either all of my family or take all of Jesse's family and, and we'll go every, every other year in a grand villa. Um, so that way we, we kind of bank and, and use our points that way. Beautiful resort, very laid back feeling very much like an upscale kind of yeah. rustic campground kind of atmosphere, uh, cornhole boards everywhere, hammocks, uh, huge like lawn chess set, uh, bocce ball court, it's all about like the games and the recreation. There's a beautiful pier there. Uh, you can do crab fishing off the pier. Our, our boys absolutely love it there. They love to go fishing. Uh, but the great thing is you also have very easy access to the beach house, uh, which also has a pool, but of course is also on the beach. So if you want to hang out on the beach for the morning, go grab quick service lunch at the beach house. Uh, maybe have a drink at the pool bar, hang out, cool off a little while, and then head back out to the beach in the afternoon. You can do that. Very, very great, relaxed day. Uh, Disney's Old Key West Resort is the original resort. Uh, the largest rooms of any DVC property. Uh, the uh, the studio suites or the studio villas offer two queen beds instead of a uh, queen bed and a sleeper sofa. That's the only one like that. Only DVC resort like that. Um, and then of course, Disney's Polynesian villas and bungalows. Uh, you have the, the, the over the water bungalows there right out in front of the Polynesian. Uh, and then you have the converted hotel room style, uh, that, that are available there as well. Uh, Disney Riviera resort, brand new resort, uh, just opened in December. Uh, really cool room categories like those the tower suites or tower rooms uh, that only sleep two. Uh, they don't actually even have a uh, a full time bed. They have a, a Murphy bed that folds down to the wall, but it's a compact footprint. Only sleeps two. Uh, and then of course, like I mentioned earlier, Disney's uh, um, Saratoga Springs Resort is right across from Disney Springs. Uh, a lot of people don't really care for Saratoga Springs. We've talked about that quite a bit on the show. Um, I, I like it. Uh, it's very much more of a condominium style resort. Uh, very large, very spread out. Yeah. Uh, but they have three really cool pools. Uh, they also have uh, a couple quiet pools as well. Great views, uh, beautiful landscaping, great relaxed atmosphere, um, but very, very large, very spread out, uh, multiple bus stops throughout the resort. Uh, and then, like I said earlier, Disney's Vero Beach Resort uh, that's down on Florida's Treasure Coast. Uh, that we, we stayed there for the first time this past summer and absolutely loved it. The really cool thing about Vero Beach is their three-bedroom uh, beach cottages are their grand villas. Uh, all of those uh, have ocean views, uh, at a, a covered front porch, uh, two top balconies, so tons of outdoor space. Uh, all of the bedrooms for the grand for the for the grand villas there, the beach cottages. All the bedrooms are on the first floor. All of your living space is on the top floor, so you have a direct view of the ocean, which is pretty phenomenal. Uh, and then, of course, this is Grand Californian Hotel has 
direct access into Disney's California Adventure Park, uh, just steps away from the Disneyland Park. Um, mm-hmm. We we spent uh, when we went to uh, Disneyland, we spent uh, two nights at uh, the Disneyland Hotel, three nights at the Grand Californian Hotel, and then two nights at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel. Oh, you so. Yeah, we, we, we hit the trifecta of, of all of Disney. the Disneyland. And the thing is, we booked that trip entirely because of the airfare that we were able to get. Uh-huh. Uh, we, we booked $89 each way on Southwest. It was wow. kind of a, a promo price. So we, we kind of took what was available nice. uh, with our DVC points at that time. Um, and we loved our stay there. Um, beautiful, beautiful craftsmen. Uh, same. Um, uh, yeah, the Same Grand California as Wilderness a, Lodge mm-hmm. and Animal Kingdom. What are we gonna say? Oh yeah, it's uh, the the Grand Californian over there. The, the resort is beautiful, and then the DVC part of it is amazing too. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, Peter Dominic uh, was was the um, the architect for uh, Wilderness Lodge. Uh, Animal Kingdom villas, as well as uh, uh, the Grand Californian, as well. So, yeah, yeah, it's kind of uh, like it's like Wilderness Lodge, but it's but but more like uh, the Grand Floridian with the uh, nicer amenities and and, nicer and very lobby. upscale, yeah. very refined, but mm-hmm. of the Craftsman era. Yes, Beautiful. so yeah, v- very very distinctive, distinctive kind of nineteen nineteen twenties nineteen thirties. Uh, California, mm-hmm. beautiful, beautiful resort. And then, of course, you also have uh, the villas at Disney's Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, so that the kind of next door neighbor to uh, Disney's Grand Floridian Resort have all the access to the amenities there. Um, looking, looking right out over the Seven Seas Lagoon. So straight across the water over to the Polynesian. That's, and actually walk from Grand uh, Floridian over to Disney's Polynesian Resort. So, and soon you'll be able to walk from the Grand Floridian to the Magic Kingdom. Oh, so, the once they get pathway. the walking path finished. So, that kind of rounds out all of the DVC resorts, all the different ones that are available. Um, anything that anything that you'd like to add about any any of the specific? Well, I think resorts, it's, that, that's a good that's a good overview of everything DVC. And Sharpie and I were talking earlier. Like Sharpie and I bought. Disney Vacation Club. And I think we bought it. It was, it was like affordable when we bought it. So I, it's like, we got it at the sweet spot. Like, um, and then I had all the charts and the Excel spreadsheets. I mean, I paid for the beach club, which Sharpie was saying is now 225 a point. I paid $84 for that resort. And I have already been for 10 years and I get to go you know, even longer because it's the same contract that I bought that you would be buying today, minus the time I've already got to go for 225 versus 84. And then I still get, and I, and like you were saying, Sharpie, there was no, there's no restrictions if you bought resale uh, back in the day. So you still get all the discounts, you can still exchange, you can do, they tried to limit like everything. So they keep changing it up. so, so for me, I feel like we hit this amazing sweet spot where, um, it worked out cause we were Disney fans and we were going to go, 
uh, every year or more than once a year. And the price, the economy was bad and people were trying to get rid of them. And the price was amazing. And I just happened to pick them up. Yeah. When we bought our Hilton Head Island points in uh, the spring of 2011, mm-hmm. um, I still do not know. I still do not know how our D, how our offer passed <laughs> past right of first refusal by Disney uh-huh. uh, because we paid less for our Hilton Head Island points in 2011, mm-hmm. uh, which mind you in 2011, the, the going price uh, for, for DVC resorts purchasing direct from Disney ranged anywhere from 140 uh, to $150. Uh, we paid per point $41 and 85 cents. Wow. Less than what pre-sales purchases were back in 1991. Wow. So, yeah. So I still do not know how that contract passed ROFR through Disney. Um, We wanted to buy points at Hilton Head because we we knew we wanted to stay there uh, frequently, uh, but we could never get in because it is a a, a very small resort uh, and it has a a very dedicated fan base of followers. Um, So we kept shopping and shopping and shopping. and and finally, uh, whenever we 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 lucked into a, a contract, it was way more points than what we were had planned to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we offered what we were planning to pay for a lot less points. Uh, and the the current owners countered back at five hundred dollars more. That was a no brainer. Yep. Um, we made the offer. They accepted the offer at the higher level. Went right through Disney, and we own the points now. That's, so yeah, and now you can, love staying there. Yeah, love a, staying there. Yeah, I I definitely would not do it today. But back in the day, it's it's one of the no few, way. It's one of the few things I feel like I got lucky on. It's like, oh, I wish I <laughs> I wish I did this. I wish I did that. You know, you always say, like, I wish I I wish I bought this stock. And then I was like, now I just wish I had bought more back in the day. Um, but it, you know, it was still a lot of money for what I bought for. You know, I was like, this is a lot of money and it was cheap. <laughs> now, now when you look at it, you're like, wow, that was a great deal. Um, because now it's insane. It's like, yeah. And, and just as an example, um, looking at the, the, uh, increases, uh, of the, uh, the maintenance fees this year, uh, from night from 2019 to 2020, uh, th- this is a very, just a very quick rundown. Uh, Animal Kingdom Villas was over a 3% increase. Alani was almost a 6% increase. Wow. Uh, Bay Lake Tower was like 2.7, so just below 3. Beach Club was just below 2%. Uh, Boardwalk was was 2.69. Um, the, the, the lowest, uh, Riviera, actually, their maintenance fee cost dropped uh, once the resort opened. Um but but 6.85 at Vero Beach was the increase, 6.28 at Hilton Head. Um, the Polynesian was a little less than a half percent. So so just as an example, like I'd mentioned earlier about the 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 maintenance fee cost at Vero Beach and Hilton Head Island. Uh, Vero Beach is ten dollars and twelve cents per point, or ten point one two five seven per point, uh, and and Hilton Head Island is at nine point ten ten. Uh, so nine dollars and 
10 cents and 10 tenths of a cent, I guess you could say, uh, or, or somewhat relative to that. Um, so, I mean, just an example that that's, so whenever you factor out over the that course of those 10 years, yeah. if you factor in a, a, a three and a half to four and a half percent increase on average, some years are going to be a little higher. Some years are going to be a little lower. Um, Say, for instance, you do uh, that $8.30 uh, over at, at the new Riviera Resort. Um, yeah, per point, per 100, year. 100 points. So, so that's $830 a year. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, for just like $69.16 points. per month, roughly. Um, so, and that's just 100 points. Uh, if you actually want to spend a full week at Riviera, you're going to need a lot more than 100 points. So that's something to keep in mind uh, as well uh, in regard to the cost of ownership is I would I would highly encourage anyone considering buying DVC to sit down and and calculate out your your bare minimum expenditure over the life of the contract. Um so say, for instance, you, you buy a resort and, and the, the end date of that contract is 2057, factor out what your minimum cost of ownership is going to be. So your purchase price, if, if you're, you're looking at, at per point, your purchase price per point, your total value there, and then what you are the minimum. So without even calculating the, the yearly increases, uh, if you're an Excel whiz, you can very easily whip together a spreadsheet like, like Steve and I have. Yeah. Um, but, but figure out over the course of the lifetime of your contract, what are you going to spend? And then on top of that, look at that figure and say, if I were to invest this amount of money and take just the. Yeah. What's the, oper- yeah, the opportunity the off cost. of it every yeah. year and vacation with the interest off of it or continue to invest that money in, uh, in, in mutual funds or whatever. Is my money going to grow or is it going to shrink? So the the, the biggest question that that I, I want to wrap up with is: Would you buy again? Um, and, fr- and frankly, the, with the way the way the maintenance fees have increased over the last few years, the way the per the per point price has increased with a direct buy in order to have all of the benefits of DVC intact uh, with a direct direct purchase membership. Frankly, I don't know that I would buy again. Yeah, I'm definitely with you. I we we hit it at this perfect storm moment where we bought points and um and now we have them until uh till the contract runs out. But when I look at the prices now and what you get now, especially with the moderate resort or you know, it's 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 not a moderate, but it's you know, the Caribbean Beach which was a moderate resort property and then they opened up the new DVC resort there maybe a month ago and the, the room sizes are smaller and everything. And then we were going over the prices and it was crazy. So it seems like everything's small. I was thinking like if they open a a DVC at Caribbean beach, yeah, maybe it'll be cheaper and it'll be worth going because it won't be as many points, but instead it's the opposite. It's like, we'll just make the room sizes tiny and we'll, we'll make it even more expensive. Um, so I yeah I definitely don't like the the direction it's going. But if you're in the game now of DVC and you've had it, 
uh, and you got it at a good price, then great. But if you're looking to get in, yeah, definitely do the math because because when you're there, it's all excitement and you're there and you're on vacation and there's free ice cream. Uh, so you're not kind of there to do the math. So I definitely do the math before you go and then see if it's if it works out for you. Yeah, the 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 maintenance fee increase per year is fifteen percent. So take yeah. that for what it's worth. Um, yeah, it's o- always over the big, last ten years, it's averaged check. about five percent for yeah. the majority of resorts. Some resorts have been a little bit lower than that. Uh, Bay Lake Tower started out very low, very very low, but it, it has it has faced a pretty high increase. Uh, yeah, well, stuff e- starts to wear. Yeah, stuff starts to, yeah, things start to wear out. And they got to replace systems or whatever. Yeah, it's um, it's a big check usually at the beginning of the year for your maintenance dues, uh, that you have to write. And Lisa's like, "Where did where did these several thousand dollars go?" I'm like, "Oh, that was our DVC dues." <laughs> yeah, and and the other thing to remember is that DVC does Disney does a very good job of keeping their their resorts in in repair. So I mean, you're 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 the money that you do invest is is secure. Uh, I mean, frankly, for right now, uh, all of our contracts that we, we own, uh, like I said, we have four home resorts. We could sell them right now for more than what we paid for them. So it, it's. Yes. Perhaps now is a good time to sell. If it, we're going to, if we're going to yes. sell points. Yeah. It's like so, buying for you. It was like buying a stock. You got it at 41 and now it's at 200 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's like. <laughs> But uh, but you don't want to buy at two hundred, uh, now right. and then sell at uh, forty one later. But yes, you you did a good job. Yeah. But yeah, it's for me the only thing, and this is a personal thing, but I won't do it because I I'm too practical. Because I used to work at the Grand Floridian, and I was an hourly cast member. I made seven dollars and ten cents an hour, and so so I have this thing like. I want to own a piece of the Grand Floridian now that they have a DVC there because I started there and I made minimum wage for five years and I just want to be able to vacation there, you know, later now and, and stay, but, but then I, I can't even do it with that weird little dream I have because I'm like, it's how much plus dues. I'm like, it's just yep not, I, it's like this dream I have that I won't act on because I'm like, it's just too much money. It's just not worth doing even for me for that, to fulfill that weird little thing. But it's just, it's just too crazy. Yeah. All right. So old. So, uh, so yeah, that wraps up a Disney vacation club. So hopefully you, you've kind of got the rundown and there's, and there's definitely more in depth and there's all kinds of strategies on uh, when to book and, and uh, banking and borrowing. I mean, it goes on and on and on. So there's definitely a lot on DVC, but Sharpie did a good job of getting you kind of immersed in the whole DVC thing. So uh, yeah, if you have any questions, it's probably easiest on our uh, Facebook group. Uh, we have a private Facebook group, our mouse chat fan community. Uh, we have a Facebook page too. Those are probably the easiest ways to get in touch with us there. Uh, if you want to book a Disney vacation, just a regular Disney vacation, not DVC, uh, Sharpie, Lauren are happy to help you with that. Just uh, reach out to the, if you go to pixievacations.com, just type their name in on a quote request form. They can help you out with uh, anything from Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise, pretty much anything, anywhere. Uh, but uh, Universal Studios, what you know, uh, any cruise line, all-inclusive resorts, Sandals Beaches, 
anything like that. They've uh, been to them, know them, know the managers, stayed at them, have eaten the food, have uh, been to Castaway uh, Key or Castaway K, however you want to pronounce it. Uh, they've been to Disneyland, Disney World, all, all the places. So they can help you out with that. Uh, and uh, next week, Lauren and Lisa will be back. So we'll probably have some updates on Universal Studios because they were there touring all the resorts, restaurants, uh, doing training for about three or four days at Universal Orlando Resort. And uh, I think they also snuck over to Disney after that event was over. So maybe uh, Lauren's probably got a couple of extra days over at Disney World as well. So we've got more shows coming up. So uh, thanks to Pixie Vacations for sponsoring us and join us again next week on Mouse Chat.